episode eight of the Taj Talk podcast. My name is Alex. I'm one of your co-hosts alongside Jordan and Tony. Boys, how are we doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Doing fantastic. Back in the old Y3 studios. Y3 studio. After a couple of weeks of virtual. Uh, good to be back. Jordan, how are you? I'm actually really fantastic. I didn't have a lot of overtime today, and I actually have some energy. Finally, we got set up really fast today. Absolutely. Well, yeah, until I had to screw around and cause us more downtime. Hey, but you know that's okay. But here we are, back yeah, again for another in-person episode. So today we're going to be covering. We're getting on into our musically inclined side of our podcast. Finally, exactly. So we're going to be covering our top five albums. Uh, we're going to hit since we're all involved with churches and worship. And we're going to do our top five secular albums and our top five worship or like Christian-based albums. So I think we're going to go through here and see how we all line up and see who comes out number one. And for those of you who mm-hmm. don't know, secular is music that is not for the church, I guess. Good clarification. And then non-secular is you know worship and Christian music and stuff that is meant for the church. So It, just, it sounds bad. But it's not that bad. Yeah. Like Lincoln. Secular sounds like a really derogatory. It sounds term. like a, like a, it like almost a, sounds like taboo. Yeah. Yeah. It, that, yeah perfect. Are you like That's trying exactly to like say thinking. like you're you're bad, okay? You're bad. You're, bad, okay. you're secular, okay? Yeah. So. Good clarification. <laughs> do you guys watch South Park? I do. <laughs> I do. <too>. The favorite <laughs> episode is The Ring. It's my uh, it's my, oh, what is it? Guilty pleasure. My guilty pleasure. Thank you. Hillary Duff's music is my guilty pleasure. Alex is over here looking at us like <laughs> he's judging us. From a, I'm not a, judging you. I'm just lo- I'm just cracking up at the way Jordan just looked at you. We're yeah, a bunch of I, heathens. I, I yeah, I I'm guilty of watching South Park. I can't help it. Absolutely. Well, let's see here. Who wants to go first? So do we want to start from bottom to top, or do we? Want yeah, to we're start gonna start at number five. Okay. So let's go. Let's start with secular. Mm-hmm. So Jordan, who do you have at number five? I have a band that I don't think a lot of people know of, but me and my friends know them very well. Um, I learned about them in high school and have been following them ever since. The band's called Story of the Year. Um, They don't really cuss very much, which I appreciate. They are a singing, screaming rock band. Um, They do more singing than screaming, which I appreciate, and you can actually understand their screaming. They're not, you know, like... You can actually understand the words that they're singing. Very <laughs> articulate. Yeah. Um, my favorite album of theirs is uh, Black Swan or The Black Swan. It's an amazing album. It's, and what I consider an amazing album is when you can literally go to that album, hit shuffle, and not hit skip. And everything is awesome. Every single song you can appreciate yeah, and love. That's, that's basically what I did for this entire set of albums is that I was just like, what are some albums that I just shuffle yeah i don't choose songs just one and then kind of like make my own playlist of oh yeah all absolutely best songs you know and then the the song i'll pick out of it which i love every one of them um but the one that hits the hardest for me is called the antidote and there's just a lot of just hard hard beats are hit um and it, it it's just it's just an amazing amazing song Absolutely. Tony, what about you? Who do you have at number five on your secular list? Okay, so just for clarification, my, uh, my list, the music that I like for my secular stuff um, is a lot of 
I guess, finger-picking acoustic soft B songs. Word. You know what I mean? Like a, you know, about a, love or some somebody going through a hard time or something like that. And it's not even – I don't even listen to this music when I'm in, like, a, you know, a depressed mood. It's just it just so sounds good. so pretty. <laughs> I just can't stop listening to it. So that's pretty much all my artists are on this entire list. But anyways, my number five is Back from the Edge, James Arthur. Never listened to it. Me um, either, sadly. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's all good. You probably haven't heard. Well, Alex may know my fourth, but we'll get to that. Um, we'll get there. The song I picked was Safe Inside, and it's just because it's about, like, a, I guess, a girlfriend who's struggling with drug addiction. Sorry, I don't know why it was so hard to say that word. Well, it's a tough, tough subject. Tough. Yeah. And subject. It, I don't know. It's just a really nice song. The, I mean, the, the instruments in that are just <laughs> incredible. It sounds like a song that would have like a bunch of orchestra instruments. I don't think it does actually. I think it's just I think it's just piano, a little bit of light acoustic strumming. Um, that's pretty much it. But yeah, I mean anything by James Arthur. So you can sing. I know. If you guys don't know who James Arthur is, some of you may know his popular songs like "Say You Won't Let Go." Yup. From the same album. Say you won't let go. Yeah. Um, and then. Let's see. Can I be him? Yep. It's about, yeah, wishing he was with a girl that's already taken. Uh, stuff like that. But yeah, I love James Arthur and I listen to him daily because I'm a big music guy. So that so is my someone number that five. Bose headphones can really appreciate. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I feel that. Absolutely. Now, now y'all put all the pressure on me. So my number five is I think it's kind of sad because this is the only like classic album on my list. Is you don't mess around with Jim by Jim Croce. I love this okay. album Jim so much. Jim Croce is one of the most underrated artists to come out of the seventies. I mean, and tragically he died in a plane crash. I think nineteen seventy seven. But he was so far ahead of his time, both with guitar work, lyrics, and just overall vocal quality. Yeah, ridiculous. My favorite song off that album. As it was a tiebreaker, because I mean, both of these songs are back-to-back on that album. It was either Operator or Time in a Bottle, because of the guitar work on both I of those songs. I love Time in a Bottle. I, one of my favorites uh, is Photographs and Memories. Yes. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if you listen to that one very often, yep. but I, I don't know why. And then, Even if you don't, you mess, don't around mess around with you. <laughs> it's just a solid album. And the, I'm telling you, people just don't play guitar like they used to. I know, he man. He had so much feel in his guitar playing. There's no telling how famous he would have been if he had continued to play, even if he hadn't died in a plane wreck. I mean, plane crashes in the 70s, man. Between Leonard Skinner, Jim Croce, and all them. If we're basing this list off guitar, I think my entire list would be Stevie Ray. Yeah, I didn't even think about Stevie Ray Vaughan, but like Stevie Ray Vaughan. But I, just on the acoustic side, Jim Croce had the chops. Jim to be like Croce the, was the one of the best. He's like the, the acoustic ever. Stevie Ray Vaughan, and I'm an acoustic player. Yeah. When it comes to guitar, I'm not. Alex is well diversed in electric. I'm I, more I just. Try. I'm well. I'm fine with the. Then Jordan's a drummer. I'm I'm diverse in guitar hero. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> then drummer's a beast on the drum and, set. And he has a chord buddy. It's not sponsored. Not sponsored because I think it messed up one of my strings on my frets. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Jordan, take us up to number four. So I'm like the odd man out apparently in this in this little thing because every single one of my thing are rock. 
Like every like single one. The majority one of, them. of mine are like country ish. So and I, I was I was guessing folk, that folk yeah. fin- like minor folk, and then finger picking pop kind of stuff. Yeah, which that's not bad. There's so many albums I really like that I couldn't squeeze into this. Oh, album. easily, easily. Like if I made oh, like yes. ten or fifteen, my brain would be happy, but. I have a rule when it comes to music. There's not a single thing that I don't like. There's just some things that I like a little bit more than everything else. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. I get it. So you got number four. What you got? Again? So I'm, 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 I went this list um, all time also of what music really led me to where I am today. And also the kind of drummer playing that I am today as well. Mm-hmm. And so... Number four band is uh, Three Days Grace. I love Three Days. Grace. I love Three Days Grace. The I, it's Bro-bug. it sucks that the singer and the band had issues and they yeah. uh, separated and the new singer for them is not old boy. Um, <clears throat> and so the album is One X. I think it's uh, one of the biggest albums they've had. Has Riot on it um, and has a couple of other Animal on it. Has little really good songs. I love Animal. But the one that that just touches my heart a lot is uh, Never Too Late. It's not never. too late. It's never, never too, too late. late. <laughs> um, the little the, the the sweet guitar uh, that they have in the beginning. I'm trying to sound like you guys. That, was, acu- that acoustic is hard. Yeah, yeah it it's does. it's just so just amazing. And his voice again is just so unique and unmatchable. I definitely would have chose that one too. Yeah, it's it's an amazing album, amazing song, amazing band. Was an amazing band. So that is my number four. Tony, what about you, dude? All right, so number four is "Chaos in the Calm" by James Bay. So I've listened to James Bay, I just never really got into. It. Well, he's kind of like a. Oh, what does he remind me of? He he's like um. He reminds me a little bit of Passenger. And yeah. Hozier. Ooh. By the way, I almost chose a Hozier. Yeah, I know exactly what y'all are talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're kind of like a mix, and then they make James Bay. Yep. So for this album, I chose uh, Let It Go. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of his best songs. The guitar in that song is... And then hmm. Hold Back the River. Ooh. I like the beat in that. Hold Back the River. Yeah. It, it, the... Vocals in that, and the guitar, and just everything about that song is just great. And then also, um, If You Ever Want to Be in Love. Nice. Very I feel nice. like that's a song everybody kind of knows, but they don't know who Do it's by. Do you ever want to be in love? I am, currently. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Breaking news. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Tony yeah. is in love. Bah, bah, bah. But yeah, I've uh, I think James Bay is really talented too, and every single severely time, underrated. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I feel like he has a lot of songs that, I mean, even Scars. Like I guarantee you, nobody's ever heard of James Bay, but I, I they've probably heard of Scars at some point. Just I've like playing and every time I hear Scars, it makes me think of Papa Roach. Papa Roach. <laughs> yeah, it does me too. And see, I like James Bay. But whenever I hear Scars, I think of that too, oh, and yeah. I'm like, oh, that's James Bay. What am I doing? I just, I don't know. I feel like people underrate James Bay, and he's an amazing artist, and he made a spot on my list because he's great. And also, he can really rock a fedora. Hey, I'm all about some some fancy hats. He wears fedoras 
in interviews, in live shows. I like wearing I like wearing fancy hats live. Shout out to Stetson Hats. Y'all want to sponsor your boy, <laughs> uh, please. Done deal. Done deal. And his long hair too. I, I mean, can't rock the, the long the hair. The dude is just the dude has swagger. I love James Bay. Absolutely. All right, what about you, Alex? I think moving up to number four on mine has got to be Southeastern from Jason Isbell. Love Probably Jason Probably his magnum opus, his best album ever. Even with his work with the 400 unit, it, it's so good. The, I had a tie on that album as well as far as my favorite because Cover Me Up, so good. But Morgan Wallen does not do him justice, no, I don't think. Well, Morgan, he does good. Don't get me wrong. I like Morgan Wallen. He does he, a good job. He does a good job. But, but Jason, Jason Isbell. Because where he wrote it and has the feelings associated with that song. Facts. It makes it hit that much harder. But also Elephant, too. So mm, there's a... I like that one, There's too. a version of Elephant, and, and the original key is C, and the, but there's a demo version, like a whole step down in B-flat. So good. I, I usually sing in B-flat, so yeah. I could probably relate to that. It one. is, yeah, I play it is nice. Jordan but, plays in every key because he's talented like that. Yeah, Southeastern is so good. It's hard to narrow down, with, especially with his songwriting ability. It's hard to narrow down, which is one of his albums. He's, yeah. He's just, all of his albums are consistently good. Yeah. But Southeastern just takes the cake. And it's hard to find artists like that, even with ones that you like. You know what I mean? So, like, you could really like an artist, but there will always be that one artist or that one um, album per artist that just did, kind of fell short a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. But with Jason Isbell, I feel like there's, they're all on kind of the same level. Dude cracks me up on Twitter, though. So he'll, yeah, like, he does fly, me he'll, too. he'll fly I mean, back yeah. at people about politics and stuff. It's just so funny. And it's just like common sense kind of stuff. Like Wendy's. Exactly. So like you see people like... <laughs> Dude, Wendy's kills oh, me. And so um, Slim Jim's. I haven't seen Slim, Slim Jim's kills me. Dude, shout out to those marketing and social media. Oh, they're people so those good. Companies. They have the most followings. Yeah. When yeah. they do stuff like that, Dude, so Wendy's, I don't know why everybody. Doesn't. Wendy's crushes McDonald's. I'll go Burger King. I've realized Burger King does um, hit back at Wendy's occasionally. Yeah. They, have, no, they he, have no room though. Then, then they Wendy's had that just controversial tweet about women being in the kitchen. Burger King. Did you all see the? No way. Oh, oh, talking about no. women in like culinary arts, so like actual oh. kitchens. But it, it got. Oh, it got so much backlash. Oh, I bet it did. Let's say that we're here for music, people. Come on, bless America. But yeah, Jason Isbell. That's at number four. He was he was dancing around two or three, but you'll see later on who stacks up against that one. But Jordan, let's move up to number three. Uh, surprise, surprise! Another rock band. Hey, there ain't nothing wrong with rock. I, yeah. I could have said a lot of rock artists for mine, too. Yeah, it's... Cage the Elephant, for mm. example. Yeah. Hey, I saw them So they, no I saw them live the on my college campus at That's Western awesome. Kentucky. I know, and, and I was so jealous about that. I'm hoping if anybody from Cage the Elephant ends up listening to this somehow, some way, uh, please come back to Bowling Green and come play as like an F you to COVID, please. Yeah. I first heard Cage the Elephant... Um, Playing Borderlands One, it's wow. you guys so good. The intro song was "Ain't No Rest for the Wicked," and it was yep. such a sick video game mm-hmm. trailer, or well, like I guess um beginning video for the for the game. But so if you haven't listened to their song "In One Ear," when "In One Ear" comes on live, they go absolutely berserk. Do they really? I'll have absolutely to listen to that. Berserk. I haven't listened to that. Oh but man. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Jordan. Um, I'm gonna go Disturbed. I, oh, yeah. I love Disturbed. I, I grew, yeah. I, 
That was one of my like made me feel like I was a bad boy. Are you down guy. with the sickness, Jordan? I was three weeks ago, two weeks ago. So can I say something? Yeah, please say something. I like, um, oh, what's the song called? Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah, I like, I like, I like yes. that version more than way Simon better, and Garfunkel. way better than. I'm Garfunkel. sorry, I love Simon and Garfunkel, but they did such a good job with that. Well, they made it sound like the actual like Alex what the song cringy. is about. It's it's sad. It's it's it's, it's darkness. He's saying hello to like darkness in his life, and yet when Garfunkel, hello darkness, my old friend, like they make it happy, and it's not a happy song. It's a classic, song. man. It's a classic. It's totally a classic. I appreciate the classics, but I think the we love Simon and Garfunkel, but I think he killed that song. Like, I, I like in the, a good I'm not way. saying his bad. voice. Yeah, when, sing, when yeah. he gets into that little growl at the yeah, halfway yeah. through. Oh. oh, yeah, dude, I agree. And, like all the the big orchestra in the back is. They they did such a good job with that. So I've seen the uh, vine. With Elmo, and he's just sitting there depressed. And he's like, Hello, darkness, my old friend. He, hey, but, hey, but guess whose version it was? Simon and Garfunkel. The, yeah, but you know Elmo what, Alex, was on know, different drugs. He had issues. He went on a killing spree later on, and Elmo's got a gun. Yeah. Elmo's got a gun. Yeah, I tried to add that in that one podcast episode, and somehow the audio got messed up and it's really, really low. So if you ever go back to the um, what episode? What I don't know what episode it was? Yeah, no, wasn't. Yes, it was. Yes, no, I can't remember. Whatever. Maybe so. Um, so Disturbed, I'm going to go um, 10,000 Fists because that was the first album I knew them of. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, I actually bought that album the first day it came out. That was, nice. one of the, yeah, that was one of those rare CDs I actually went out to Best Buy and bought it. And it felt dirty uh, um, uh, burning it, which kids these days don't know what burning oh, I know CDs. All about yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, burning it for my friend, I felt bad. Like, he's not paying for it, but I got over it. Um, and then, hey, if, you, if you're... <clears throat> From the government, you didn't hear that part. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I picked Sons of Plunder just because I'm. You would, you, I would either go Stricken or Deify. Stricken like hits so I hard. love Stricken. Stricken, that, and, awesome. and it's on Guitar Hero, and it's I overplayed it for me. Oh, I love it, but Sons of Plunder, like, I don't know, man. It, it, I just, I love the melody of it. I love the way it flows. And it's just clean. It's a clean song. It is a clean song. So, Disturbed album, 10,000 Fist song, Sun to Blood. Tony. All right. So, <laughs> the next artist that I have, his album, his one and only album, I believe, unless he's released another one that I haven't heard of yet. Um, it's by Louis Capaldi, uh, Divinely Uninspired to a Hellish Extent. Nice. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking album name. The dude, he's so good. His, have you, have you heard like, his acoustic version of which? I can't remember which song it is. Uh, Someone you loved. No, it it was it's one that's not as played. Oh, what's it called? Hold me while you wait. No, Louis Capaldi, where you at, brother? Oh, bruises. No, it's not even bruises. Really? Oh, uh, what's it called? That's gonna hurt me. Okay. Is it is it one of his songs? I think so. Well, the song I have my favorite off this album is Grace. Is it Grace? Hmm. Lost on You. Oh, yes, I have. So his acoustic version of that is so good. Oh, my god. He goodness. recorded it in some, like, dingy basement or something for a music video. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I've so seen. Good. Yeah, I've seen it. I think, I think I've seen it anyway. Um, I'll, he also does those little collaborations with people on um, 
What's that app you sing with other random people with? Oh, what is that? TikTok? Well, no. yeah, TikTok, but you can do it on TikTok. There's, but, it's um, an actually, yeah, I remember. It's like I know Smule or something. Or, I think it might be Smule. Yeah, my wife tried it once, and then we got stuck in a uh, payment thing multiple times. Oh, yeah, that, true. Yeah, stupid. Yeah, but he used to do that, and I always like those videos. Cause people are like, oh, my gosh, look at Bobby. Uh, and then they sing the songs with him. Yeah, then, so. then he's like encouraging them the whole time they're singing. It's it's so wholesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's the yeah. wholesome content and we needed. Out of everybody on my list, I think he has my favorite voice. Mm. Because when I sing, I have that really like growly sort of oh, yeah. thing going on. And like so I, re- I really like the growl in people's voices. And Louis Capaldi is amazing. He's also an incredible guitar player. I'm going to say this for each one of the people on my list because they all are. But... <laughs> But yeah, I think that might be, um, and yeah, my favorite song off that is Grace. Um, it's the first song on the album, and uh, I'm not really sure why. I just really enjoy the song, and it helps me. I have it on when I do homework. Oh, it's someone, it's, okay, I know someone you loved. Okay, cool. Yeah. I finally know it's one of the people you are talking about. And you might know Bruises, too. Bruises is, um, I know, I, there's no way you don't know number one on my, and number two, maybe. But oh yeah, no I I know I know Tony yeah, Alex knows I know but yeah that is my number trace I've had a, I've had a last minute shakeup in my list because I totally forgot what? about this album but this is a good old Kentucky boy, Mr. Nicholas Jamerson, also of Sunday Best and Nicholas Jamerson and the Morning Jays. Uh, shout out to my cousins. Uh, Wesley and Aaron Smith, who play in the Morning Jay band with him. Are they playing at the Kentucky Fair? State maybe, Fair? Maybe. I think I heard that on KSR yesterday. You should get together and do that. They All also have a us. lot of, like, Zach Williams and We the Kingdom and a lot of other, like, Christian-slash-country people as well. Also, Zach Williams, one of my favorite voices mm-hmm. in K-Love. But oh, and Jenny Wine's going to be there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> singing, po- singing pony, then you hear <laughs> exactly. how great thou art. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Oh. But, yeah, um, I'm going with uh, Nick's album, NJ, from 2018. It was one of his bigger solo projects. So I think in 2016 or 17, his band Sunday Best, there's just a duo with him and Chris Bentley. They had split, and they had both gone off to do solo things, and this was his big boom for a solo record and NJ is just a it's such a good album front to back and it's like Tony said earlier it's one of those albums you can throw on repeat or on shuffle mm. and it's just it's so good but his hey my I guess my favorite song on that album would have to be uh it's a long way to Wheelwright and he's talking about going back to Wheelwright Kentucky where oh, his wow. grandparents are from that's awesome and there, so before he actually released it on the album, he did a live video of him singing it at his grandparents, I guess, former home. Yeah. And just seeing him in an empty house with an acoustic guitar and a harmonica. Oh, man. So I dope. gotta listen Good. to that. That seems right up my alley. That'd be also, awesome. that sounds like, that sounds like uh, that new song. Well, I don't know if it's new or not, but I hear it on the radio all the time. That Thomas Rhett song. I like Thomas Rhett. Um. Man, it feels good to be country. Girl. Yeah, that one's good yeah. too. But it's kind of what that seems like. I'll, I'll send that to you. It's really good. But the, also, uh, the song "Kitchen" on that album is really good. It's just like it's like a small, it's like more slow dancey kind of song, but 
for all my Kentucky country fans. Uh, definitely check him out. And also, Sunday Best is also making a comeback this year. Uh, they decided to reunite in 2021. have been playing shows in and around Kentucky. Might be at the Kentucky State Fair, Absolutely. if I'm correct. So then check them out. Uh, be on the lookout for new music from them as well. And I guess Nick's going to be putting out more music as well. So, Jordan, up to number two. More rock. I'm so sorry. <clears throat> um, but I think everyone loves this band. Of uh, It's after a man breaking of Breaking Benjamin. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, so I've seen. <laughs> I have seen them live twice, um, and they're amazing. So, which uh, album did you say? Phobia. That's the one is with that, Diary of Jane on it. Is that the one with uh, Dear Agony on it? No, Dear Agony no, is Dear the Dear Agony, Agony the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, it's, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. wasn't it called? Yeah, Dear Agony was the one after Phobia. I'm okay. pretty sure. Um, but Phobia is one that has uh, Diary of Jane. Nice. Um, but this one and and uh, Soldier on it, which is really good. Um, I think it's Breath, because Breathe is with an E at the end, right? Right. So this, the song is called Breath. Um, I'd, I'd literally just had to go through the album and just pick the one that hit me harder. Mm-hmm. And Breath is just, I don't know. I, I love when, I love certain melodies. I can't explain how or what it is, but there's certain Makes melodies. You feel good. Yeah, there's certain melodies and like, Changing, you know, changing octaves at certain times or changing just just things like that that just hit me different. And Breathe is one that I can, like, listen to and imagine or remember me going on a vacation and listening to it in the back of, a, of the excursion on the way to Gatlinburg or something. And it's it just, I love the album, I love the song, and my wife loves this album, and it's, it's, it's something that's really nice. I like Frankie Benjamin a lot. I'm glad that he's back. Because he went, he went hiatus for a little bit because he had vocal problems. Yeah, I really liked listening. So when I was in middle school, Breaking Benjamin and Linkin Park yes. were, oh, man. Or and I've seen Linkin Park once, twice. Hey, I was about to say whatever. that. Yeah, rest in peace, Chester. Linkin Park and Breaking Benjamin, I don't really, I don't remember too much from back then. So I'm not, I have to catch up on my Breaking Tony Benjamin. Was on drugs. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. In sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw in 08, the year I graduated, Flyleaf opened up for Three Days Grace and Breaking Benjamin in Rupp Arena. Wow. Yeah, and I, and I jumped high, and that's when the seats lower arena had the cup holders to them. Yeah. Yeah, I broke one, and I took it home. Nice. You I took it home? I accidentally landed on it and broke it. I felt bad, but then I was like, you know what? That's awesome. I took it home. And we also saw a fight. A dude tackled a dude, fell down the stairs a couple times, and the security broke it up right next to us. It was, it was, it was a great night. Speaking of taking things home, you know what I do in restaurants? This is completely Do you take topic. silverware? <laughs> well, I asked them first before. But wow. so we were at a, a band trip in high school. We, took, um, we went to New York, and we went to the, new, uh, the Hard Rock Cafe in New York. And I accidentally. St- I, I guess I wasn't paying attention, and I came out, and a fork was in my pocket. Oh, you thief. And then my friend um, looked at me, and he was like, dude, why don't you just, why don't you collect forks and then write on Sharpie on the handle of it from every fork that you've gotten from, like, every restaurant? Wow. So ever since then, I ask one of the, I ask our waiter occasionally if I can have a fork from the restaurant so I can write it on a Sharpie. I have a big collection. I have a big box of huh. different 
forks that I have from different restaurants. So if any restaurant out there wants to send Tony a fork with your restaurant's name, yeah, on it, it makes no sense. But if you want to give it to me, then uh, I'd be it'd be really appreciated. Absolutely. Yeah, I can show my kids and they'll just laugh at me because it's ridiculous. But they'll say, "Daddy, why you got all kinds of forks laying around?" Yeah, I mean, honestly, I could just go, you know, Walmart and grab some, but it's not the same, you know. It's not the same until you actually steal it from a, an establishment. Well, that's he, trying to make he money. has permission. Yeah, there was consent, but not the first time. I must say, it's based off of time. a wrongdoing. Yeah, that's true. Don't don't steal forks, people. <laughs> and Tony. All right. I feel like we're going to have a special connection at number two. Oh, we're definitely going to have a special connection at number two. My turn. Sir. Uh, continuum. John Mayer. So this I album. John Mayer. This album means a lot to me because um, this was, I think, one of his, this was his second or third album? This was his third album, right? Because it was Room for Squares. I think it's second. It was a second? I, I can't remember. No, but, there was no, it's his third because there was uh what's it called? Um I just listened through all of his stuff the other day and you'd think I'd know. It, it inside once out. So there's inside once out, room for squares. And then I think it's continuum. Oh, no, con- no, continuum's later. So okay, I forgot about heavier things. So there's Heavier Things is the one that's like well, something's uh, missing. Um daughters. Yes, that's one with daughters, daughters on it. and it, something's That's a missing. great song too. So also, something's missing on the John Mayer trio version goes off. Yeah, it does. But so yeah, that's his fourth studio album. Um, but yeah, just uh, make this kind of quick because we're kind of running out of time. No, we're not running. I'm just we're halfway there. Oh, Word. Um, yeah, Continuum. Uh, there's a ton of good songs on this. Waiting for the world to change has a really great message on that song. Change, world. Change. Yeah. Uh, I don't trust myself with loving you. The, dun, 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 dun. Mm. the, little, the little rhythm part. It has the Bold beginning. is love. Oh, the the Jimi Hendrix cover. Yes. The Heart of Life. The Heart of Life is such a good song because it's like really like. Gravity. Vultures. Don't even get me started on gravity. Everybody knows what gravity is, I think. So yeah. Most people. Except in a box. Oh no! Just open the box. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I really want to talk about that, but we'll do that and later. And stop this train. Stop that. that. See, that was the number. One, that was the song I had on uh, my favorite song on the album. I'm gonna piggyback off of you, Tony, because I also had Continuum at number two. Nice. And everything we've said so far is just—it's so good. So it's he did—he did a, a run of shows album. right before COVID hit of playing Continuum in its entirety on tour. And I'm just like, why couldn't I be there for that? Because, of course, he plays it at, like, Madison Square Garden. Oh, yeah. Not anywhere close to us. And I also have to shout out um, Free Fallen live at the Nokia Theater. Free Fallen. Yes, the, the, where whole, the, the, whole... the Where the Light Is album. Oh, my so, gosh. So, Daughters on that album with the Dobro at the beginning slaps. And he, I, for Free Fallen, I'm sorry if people out there are – um. Tom Petty fans. Tom Petty fans, but I way prefer that version. The whole guitar part at the beginning, the dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah, it's just it's a whole different feel than the original. Yeah, it's oh my goodness. My brother ran into John Mayer once. What did he say? Uh, He accidentally ran into him, like actually bumped shoulders into him. He was working at the uh, watch. 
out, dude. Yeah, he was he was working at the Radisson downtown Lexington, which is now the Hilton downtown, right next to Rep Arena. And uh, John Mayer was staying there, I guess, playing at Rep Arena or something like that. And uh, he was walking in. John Mayer was walking out. He bumped shoulders. They said, I'm so sorry, man. He's like, all good. My brother was like a country boy, so he didn't really know John Mayer very much. I think he knew who he was. Sad. Yeah. I know. I didn't realize how good of a guitar player he was until later Dude, on. Oh, my. He's probably, I'd say, easily top five in the entire world right now. Easy. Yeah. Oh, top three, maybe. Except that Australian country singer. Keith Urban. Oh, Keith, Keith Urban. Urban. Oh, uh, John Mayer blows Keith Urban. I know he does blow him out, but. Did you see that, um, their live show that they did together where Keith Urban's strap got, um, uh, from his guitar, yep. and then he helped him get it back on, and Keith Urban was just sitting there playing Dude, while awesome. he was helping him. Put Same his thing strap with like Stevie, but Stevie Ray Vaughan. Whenever that his strap broke, or he had a string he would break, fix his own string. No, he had a string break, and he has guitar tech. Shout out to the guitar techs of the world. Had a guitar tech come out from behind him and was like in a singing break, and his guitar tech fixed him up right before he had to start playing again. Dude, that's awesome. He he also did it. Um, he played a show where he broke a string and he fixed it himself while playing. Yeah, dude, dude was that, an animal. That's yeah. ridiculous. I was like, absolutely. Like I said, I could talk about Stevie Ray Vaughan all day. But. Oh, the yeah. Top of our secular list, Jordan. Yeah. Who is your number one? Uh, one of the first um, bands that I was introduced secularly. Uh, shout out to my boy Brandon. Um, it's his favorite band, like of all time. Really. Um, of Lincoln Park. Of Lincoln Chester Park. and um, of Chester fame, Chester and um, Brad. I'm thinking of all the freaking names. I'm just, just losing it. Uh, yeah, Mike Shinoda. That's another word. That was the rapper dude. Um, he's really really good. Hybrid Theory is one obviously one of the biggest uh, albums of all time. Period in the in the rock album era. And then uh, that beautiful soft intro with a piano. Dun, dun, I haven't dun, heard that in so dun, long. Dun. You know, that brings me back to my fourth grade. Um, no, not my fourth grade. My seventh grade. Uh, what was it? Chemistry class. Yeah. My seventh grade chemistry class. I was in Miss Bernal's class, and I was listening to that. Uh, so good. I, this is the song that when I worked at Gaddy Town, we had the bumper cars in the back. And so how you ran the bumper cars in the little carousel mm-hmm. is you hit a pedal and hold the pedal down. And hit a button and it starts. And there's an automatic timer. Once it, it'll automatically stop, unless you release your foot on the pedal as an oh. emergency stop. Yeah. So bumper cars seemed really, really long because, like, if forever, I would stop it early on purpose because I thought it was too long. Yeah. I'm a douche. Um, <laughs> but this song perfectly matched the amount of time that ro- ride was lasting. So oh, I would so literally you just put it on repeat. I will, well, just, I wasn't allowed to wear headphones and I was a goody goody tissue, follow the rules. Um oh, yeah, so sure. I would just sing it to myself every single time I read it. The, the that's smart cards. though. Yeah. yeah. Since you didn't want to break it that, that's good. Yeah. I mean obviously nice. that whole album, you know, you have faint, you have uh, a place is it a place for my head? It's a place yeah. Place for my head, um I think numb no numbs on uh Meteor, I, I think. So. That's Is it is it hybrid theory? Yeah, I think okay. It's like, wait, wait. Um I'm, I'm, yeah, I can't remember, but yeah, this is just, you know, Lincoln Park's just a very, they're awesome, dude. I hate, like, I didn't really like the uh, change of their sound. I, I liked Minutes of Midnight, took me a while to get to it. After that, there's only, it was like a couple songs here and there, every album that I liked, but Lincoln Park, Hybrid Theory, dude, done deal. 
Absolutely. So I think it, uh, it. Numb was Meteor Alive Around the World. Okay. Well, Meteor, yeah. Yeah. Tony. Number one. Number one. So this doesn't... For people who know me, this shouldn't be a surprise. I'm a huge Ed Sheeran fan. Redhead. Sid. Eren. The dude is not only one of the best rhythm acoustic players I've ever seen, ever. His looping skills are nuts. And his looping... Yeah, I... Oh, don't get me started. He makes you go loopy. Um, He's a great person. He's... You know, he interacts with fans, which is something I can really appreciate about an artist. He's like Queen. He's every, very philanthropic, too. Every single one of his albums have been great in their own way. Um, but why so, does he like math so much? Math is terrible. That is true. All of his albums are um, a sign dedicated to mathematics. So it's, um, his first album was Plus. His uh, second album was Multiply. And his third album was Defied. A lot of you could probably know Shape of You. That was off the Divide album. Um, but my number one is uh, Plus or Edition, whatever you want to say, for Ed Sheeran. Um, and my favorite song is A-Team because that, that was my first ever Ed Sheeran song, and that was kind of where he got big was off Plus. And that song like, hits different like 10 years later. Oh, yeah. The a, yeah, the A-Team is just, man, it makes me cry, but in a good way. Oh, it's, it's just so nostalgic at this point. Yeah, it's, yeah. But I love Ed Sheeran. And uh, he just released a um, a new song, I'm Bad Habits. F- I'm not a fan of that. Bad Habits was okay. It's definitely not one of his best. I like the song he released uh, before that, Afterglow, because mm-hmm. that's his whole. Like I said, I like acoustic. Just somebody, yeah. yeah, just somebody with a guitar and a microphone, and that's exactly what Afterglow did. And Absolutely Afterglow nuts. is now one of my favorite songs from him. So. Word. Now I've got, like I've said before, the majority of my list is heavily influenced by country music and this is the first album I ever remember listening to front to back back to front on shuffle in the car in the shower wherever so it's Eric Church's Sinners Like Me album from 2006 is his debut album actually and is by far his best project he's ever had he actually just plugged three out he he did like a triple album set in April, I think it was when it all released. And I was like, dang, he was busy during COVID. Mm. I mean, we're still in COVID, but well. during, during lockdown, I should say. He got to work, and he rented a cabin. And Queen did that. Like 24 songs. I was like, dang, dude. I think Ed Sheeran did that, too, for Divide. Or well, he did a few songs in a cabin. Well, if Queen's going to do it, you have to do it. Absolutely. But yeah, Centers Like Me is, is so nostalgic at this point. Because, like I said, it's the first album I ever listened to back to front. Does that have Springsteen on it? No, that's Chief. Chief is oh, his second man. best album. Springsteen is so good. But his best mm. song off of Sinners Like Me is Two Pink Lines. It's just so it's so well written. The whole album's good. I could pick any song off of that album. Like Lightning is so good. It's about a dude getting ready to get electrocuted in the electric chair. Ooh, oh, wow. And it just, it's so deep. And, like, Sinners Like Me. Awesome. Pledge of Allegiance to the Hag. Awesome. And it's got Merle Haggard in there. So Oh yeah. And Anything before he died, Merle Haggard is a fantastic so a good. country legend. Oh, Absolutely. easily. And this was before Eric Church was personified as the quote unquote chief. And I found this out the other day. So you know his infamous picture on that 
Chief album that Springsteen's with on. him in the glasses. Yeah, him in the shades. So that was originally for a Bush commercial, a Bush beer campaign, and I didn't know really? that until like two days ago. Wow! And well, I didn't what, know that until just now. And that's what made him. <laughs> that's sick. That's his awesome. Chief persona. I like uh, one of his new songs, "Hell of a View." Oh, the "Hell of a View" is awesome. On his Heart album, there's a song called uh, "What's It Called?" Heart of the Night that just it slaps. Yeah, it's so good. Then uh, Leonard Skinner Jones on that Soul album is really good. That whenever I hope he releases. So the And album was a quote unquote church choir exclusive, which oh, is wow. his fan club. So I got to listen to it because shout out to my mom because she's a church choir member. There you go. And there's a song on there called What's it called? There's Madman and Lone Wolf, but Madman is is so good. The acoustic work in that is so smooth and just fits in well. Just too good. Gotcha. That's awesome. Yeah, there's right. our top fives for our secular list. Go check them out if you guys don't know any of these artists because um, maybe you'll like it. Yeah, That's a good thing about music. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's a good thing about music. We can bounce ideas around off people that uh, maybe like the same stuff and maybe people who don't like the same stuff. And oh, maybe yeah. you'll end up finding something you like. So. Try something new. Yeah. So uh, that is it for the top five secular. We After this little break, we will come back with the top five non-secular in a bit. And we're back yet again on episode eight of the Tosh Talk Podcast. Tosh Talk Podcast. What up? And now, now that you heard some of our secular favorites, hopefully you check something out, find something you may or may not like, then we're going to hit into the non-secular and worship category of our musical tastes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan, numero cinco. So, um, sadly, I didn't go worship, per se. Um, <laughs> I kind of went rock, Christian rock, um, because I, I grew up on... Uh, the Monkey's Greatest Hits, Michael Jackson's ABCs, and what, what? Uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman. Hey, but Stephen, Stephen Curtis, Curtis Chapman, Chapman he is hard. amazing. Stephen Curtis Chapman played at that, my church in Bowling Green, dude. He went. Never mind. That was Brian. Why do troll. so many cool artists go to your daggone college? Shout out to Hillview Heights Church in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Golly. His Speechless album His guitar, made you talk about me a, you speechless. He's a heck of a guitar player. Good. Stephen Curtis Chapman. Oh my god. Yeah. I was gonna. Shred. I should have put speechless on here than one of these rock guys. By Dan Shea, speechless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's the he has a diving in song on that album. Yeah. Anyway, so I went uh, rock screamo. Christian. <laughs> Christian. <laughs> uh, hey, nothing wrong with that. They, ain't they nothing are, wrong with it. Yeah, they are not Christian anymore. Sadly, I learned that Ooh. sad truth. Uh, but we're going under oath. Um, the album is uh, they're only chasing safety. Um, some funny quick story. My mom uh, was part of this like uh, like mailing list of like Christian music, so she got like a free CD every month for him gotcha. back in the day when they did this stuff. And she got this album. She put it in because you know she I guess she's liked her past couple ones. And the first song was screaming out of her face, and she was like, "What is this?" <laughs> so she's like, "Do you want it?" I'm like, "Sure, it's a free CD." I'm like, you know. 13 years old, I'll, I'll take a free CD. Yeah. The noise. Yeah, and, and every single song except preludes. Like Some preludes are worth it, but get over yourself. Don't put a prelude in a song. Like a Honda prelude? Yeah, like 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 a little 
30 seconds a minute little prelude acting as like a song suck it okay yeah it's not a song yeah just because you want to complete your 10 to 12 song list with a prelude yeah if you do a prelude you're being lazy (laughs) super Uh, lazy it depends on how you're structuring the album if you're like story based on the album if you better make that banging yeah if you're putting a prelude in there (laughs) yeah i kind of agree with that so the song is actually a boy brushed red living in black and white that's a long song a title. stupid long song title. <laughs> Condense um, it, people. But it's uh, number two on the album. It's it's just, if you like rock, if Christian or not, uh, this album just bangs hard. I love it. Sweet. What, what, Tony? Five. All right. At number five, I got Holy Water. Ooh. Holy Water. Uh, by We the Kingdom. Dude. We the Kingdom is... Jordan knows he's he it actually went, he, got, went, he went to the uh, Way the Kingdom oh, concert. Oh, they're so good recently. live. I, I'm, so I'm not good. gonna toot my own horn too bad, but I'm the one who who started sending all Way the Kingdom around our church group chats and things. So I'm partially the reason we started playing that here at Holy HCC. Water. Just really goes. It's like, well at our church. It does. It, it goes really so does. Every, I mean, everybody loves Holy Water, yeah. I think. I love playing it. I, I I had to learn it really quick the first time I played it, but after I listened to it and listened to just they they stick with like the bluegrassy style, but it's a different style in every song. Yeah, shout out to Ed and Cash, it's though. for the Lord. Dude, Ed, I did Ed not realize Cash is so good. I did not realize what he did. Yes. How Ed much Cash has written a lot him, of stuff. Him and Tomlin, bro, like hammered out some yeah. classics. He, and he's finally getting his time to shine yep. with, with his Kingdom. family. Yeah. Exactly. The whole exactly. band is his family, is it, bro. You can't not his like that. His brother and two kids? Are you, you kidding me? You can't not like that. So you could almost have him sing Family Tradition by Hank Jr. and it'd be funny. Dude. Family tradition. Just because he's singing with his family. <laughs> oh, I like so this. Uh, and, oh, man. And his daughter is like, I think, just got married. I think she's only like 22, 23. Very pretty. Yeah. That, the the vocal strength oh, wait, what? What in say? that woman. I said very pretty. Oh. Yeah, hook and up. That, um, that woman can sign. She can Hook up my man, it. Alex. Uh, I'm not trying to be a homewrecker. Well, she, she just got married. She just oh, got she just married. got married. Yeah, she oh, just yeah. got married don't, this don't last year. Don't hit up year. Alex. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, Alex. The brother's available. <laughs> Trying to hook you up real quick. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, but yeah, just, We the Kingdom, just. it slaps. They just released that album, I think, this past and year. And God So Loved, which God we also so just started yeah. doing at our church, which oh. is also a banger. Actually, hey, that's Don't the, Tread on Me, though. Don't Tread on Me oh. is really oh, good. Oh, my gosh, man. It's really good. I love this album. I've got I've got Holy Water a little higher on my list, so you all will see that here in just yeah, a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But number five, I've got Zion by Hillsong United. Yeah, that's yeah. a pro. Oh, my wife loves that song. Like, there's songs like Relentless, Scandal of Grace. I think Oceans is on that album. Okay. So it, it I think it is, yeah. You're right. I Everybody mean, knows Oceans. But off that one, Scandal of Dang Grace it, is definitely my favorite. <laughs> People put TikTok. Oceans on TikTok yeah, all the so time. Yeah, so if you hear any instrumental of Oceans on TikTok, you know it's going to be a sad Christian faith-based video. Um but, I mean, it's not a bad song. Scandal of Grace. We did Relentless a lot back in the day. Especially, yeah, we, we still do it for Reach, actually. It's a great it's song. It's students, uh, student. Uh, yeah, shout out to Aaron Pelsey Band uh, from Indiana. Student worship. That made me fall in love with that song. But, yeah. Jordan, number four. Oh, I'm going with my girl, Lacey Sturham. and the band Flyleaf. What, what? Um, I was song? able. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
I'm gonna say she she's made that she's no longer with Flyleaf. She's independent with her husband. Um, but uh, I think it's her self-titled album, the first Flyleaf album, and it's "I'm So Sick," because that was that was one of the first times I've heard a girl scream effectively. Like yeah, not just like a, not screaming, but like, like a girl. yeah, but like musically scream, and it was just what? so shocking. Mm-hmm. And that song just. You know, it. I'm sick. You know, so, so good. Nice, Tony. Tony. Quattro. Quattro. So, um, actually, number four is "Sing Along Two by Phil Wickham. So, uh, occasionally Phil Wickham releases these sing-along albums, and they're just basically him and an acoustic, and it's him just. They're basically campfire Christian songs, and I love them. I think of these songs like, um. The, kind of the way Ed Sheeran releases his albums. Yeah, him and Ed Sheeran have a very similar vibe. I I, that. yeah, maybe that's why I like both of them so much. Is because I think he is the Christian Ed Sheeran. I th- With a they uh, both grease up re- comb over. Also, Phil Wickham, his voice is just insane. I can't reach his high notes. The dude's... He uh, has that little, like... Uh, so, you know, in Battle Belongs... Yeah, Alvarado, yeah. Alvarado, whatever. In Battle Belongs, where he hits that stupid high note. Yeah, Battle like, Belongs crazy. Uh, you see the where that you see the beauty line. He could have gone even higher there. Yeah. So I'm actually gonna bend the rules. So now my number four is Living Hope, Sing Along Two, and Hymns of Heaven. I wow. can't. I couldn't choose. I'm sorry. He did not care about our rule set. I absolutely, no such thing absolutely, as rules. He threw them not, out the door. Hymns of Heaven is his newest one. That's oh my goodness, man. Mm-hmm. I, it's always been you off Hymns of Heaven. I mean, obviously, Living Hope, and then uh, wasn't uh, How Great how Is Our God? Wasn't that on? God. Can't remember, but all three of those albums smack. Phil Wickham is amazing, and uh, he's good. Yeah, he's, he's good. Absolutely. Then moving up on my list is Passion. Yes. With the Worthy of Your Name album from 2017. Oh, I forgot about with that one. With Holy Ground. Holy Ground yes. is one of the best female-led songs in all of worship music hands down uh, the the lead guitar on that album is good that's the same album glorious day was on but holy ground just blows everything else on that album out of the water yeah i agree it's just too good by the way i just realized i forgot to list my favorite song off sing along to heaven song if you haven't listened to heaven song please do that because it is awesome it is heavenly you sang the album of Passion made me look it up, and I realized how old I am because I went to, uh, I think, three Passions, and that was the Here For You, White Flag, and Let the Future Begin albums. Nice. And they were 2011, 12, and 13, and I'm old. Very. <sighs> Jordan, who do you have it? Numero tres. Number three. Um... Another old school Christian rock band. Um, they are named after a certain awesome rock for rock music in Pillar. I thought you were about to nice. say name like The Rock. Oh, that'd be dope. But he's an actor now. So. Wouldn't it be crazy if he did Christian music? He, he could though. He probably could. I mean, you're welcome. <laughs> he yeah, can, yeah. He can sing, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so the album is Where Do We Go From Here, which the song is really good. But my song from that 
album is Frontline. I grew up listening to this band. I grew up listening to this album so much. A song called Hypnotize is really, really freaking good on there. Um, and it's there's a certain song on there where the snare is tuned up so high that I just want it. I want that you sound. You want that you snare. Want I want that sound, and I'm not great at tuning um, different pitches. I just tune to where it doesn't sound like crap. Hey, we'll get there. So, um, yeah, Frontline Pillar, where do we go from here? Great, great album, great song. And the drummer is stacked. Oh, like he, he is, is Hulk stacked. He is, he is a beast. He's a muscly boy. So, yeah. Tony. Tony. So, The Rock does do Christian music. <laughs> um, so, number three, I have Awake from Skillet. I love Skillet. I never really got so, into skillet. I'm so sorry. I so I went to Winter Jam back when I was about I don't know what 14 maybe, um, at Rep Arena in Kentucky, and they played a lot of songs from Awake, uh, Hero, Monster, Awake and Alive. Every time I hear Hero, I think of Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters saying, "There goes my hero." There goes my <laughs> hero. <laughs> I haven't heard that song in a while. You know, he, he has a show coming out with uh, uh about um famous rock musicians' parents. He just oh, that's something dope. like that, right? He just brought his like daughter Perry's parents. on stage at Lollapalooza yes. this week. Did you know that? Wait, really? Yeah, Dave Grohl brought his daughter on the stage for Lollapalooza. I need to watch. That's I should have watched Lollapalooza. I don't know why I didn't. It was free on Hulu. Was it? He's a, yeah. really, not, he's a really good guy. He's a genuine dude. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I have um my favorite song is Hero. It's good. It's good. I have a music video on uh, YouTube with my friend Brandon of that song. And that was the uh, first album that um, Jen Ledger was the drummer for them. Absolutely. So. She is talented, dude. I can't say anything about her. Um, I understand. She is a girl who plays drums for a rock band. Right on. She changes her hair color. Let's see. Yeah. We're going to skip Skillet. <laughs> I love Skillet. Moving though. into number three on my list, I have The Medicine from John Mark McMillan. Ooh, mm. McMillan, bro. John Mark McMillan. McMillan. And, and we're about to – so I'm about to spit some facts on y'all. Spit, spit, spit. So there's a big old debate in the church community on his song, How He Loves. And one of the last, was it, verses, chorus, whatever it is, Sloppy Wet kiss nope. versus Unforeseen. Unforeseen. No, Sloppy Wet. Uh, no. Abs- uh, Alex, no. no. I will have I sloppy will have wet. it, but it's, it's Sloppy Wet, dude. Uh, dude. John well, Mark McMillan wrote it as Sloppy Wet. It was not meant for interpretation. Sloppy Wet is just... I think it's you love a person so much that... It, you're willing to slobber. Like he, go- he loves you so much. That he was willing to slobber. Hey, doesn't your dog slobber when he wants to see you? Oh, man. Yeah, think about your dog. As much as you love your dog, Tony, you're not going to. He will slobber all over you. He does a lot of stuff when I pet him. See? Not all of it is appropriate. Some things isn't. Yeah. But it shows affection. To to say on our podcast, but he does a lot of stuff when I pet him. It shows. That dog is weird. Affection. But you love that dog. I do love that dog, yeah. There you go. I like unforeseen. Unforeseen just rolls off the tongue better for me. Sloppy wet kiss. 
An unforeseen kiss. See, it's, it's unforeseen. Sloppy whack. Like, you have those. It has less syllables. You want syllables, though, because that's it for depends. me as a drummer. It, 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 yeah. I can do something with syllables. Oh, uh, yeah, that, yeah that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And everything in the song. Especially if it's just, like, a singer and a piano. Like, when if you hear John Mayer's, not John Mayer, I'm so sorry. John, John Mayer's not Christian. <laughs> John Mayer McMillan. John Mark McMillan. Um, I almost called him John Mayer McMillan. He did say John Jackson Mayer McMillan, nice. dude. So, John Mark McMillan. Uh, if you watch the story on why he wrote that song, it's one of his best friends died in a car accident. Really? And, you feel bad, Tony. See, yeah, and, ju- and just that alone. Well, like, I didn't not know that. that. Like, some of that <laughs> yeah. made me feel bad for wanting to correct his lyrics for that song. But I don't know, that whole album's so good, but that How He Loves is not my favorite on that album. Death in His Grave. Death in His Grave, boy. so good. My Going back to time. the Easter concert. Yeah, we had, so in 2018, my senior year of high school, we had, we played that as our opener for Easter. We had this backdrop of a, I guess, oh, I forgot what movie Passion we used of Christ. Did we use Passion? Passion of Christ, I think. I, think something we, like I guess that. we used Passion mm-hmm. of Christ, but it was the... Video of like Jesus going to the cross. And oh stuff. yeah, then, rough to watch. Then as that, soon as we started the song, the curtain fell. No, so in the bridge it fell. Yeah, in the yeah, that's what. So it then was. we had somebody pull a curtain, then the curtain dropped from behind us. So then it's just everybody, oh, the big dope. old lights and everything. It's so good. That's dope. Although I think we had a little malfunction with the. We did during the practice run, but we got it whenever we. Yeah, did I think. Uh, yeah, I think for the yeah. I wish I was there. Right. Shout out to Adam Pollard and Trey Barnes for pulling the curtain. That's awesome. Jordan, number two. My long I'm going years. to Jen Ledger, John Cooper, um, Corey Cooper, and then when this album came out, Ben Casca and ben Skillet. Um, the first album that I learned <laughs> that I learned of them was Collide, um, and the song that they ended almost every concert with until like Awake came out was Savior. Um, great acoustic intro. Goes into hard rock. Um, I think her name was Laura was the drummer then. I don't know why I keep remembering girl drummers. I'm just putting myself in a big hole. Um, <clears throat> but Skillet Collide Savior. I love that album. I love the the. It was one of the first band rock bands that I saw them calligraphy combine um, um, calligraphy v- v- <laughs> combine strings and oh. rock put together, and Good. I really enjoyed it. I really loved it. Um, great album. In I can't fact, talk. Not calligraphy. I cannot talk today, tonight. People who can do calligraphy are. I can't even say the word. People. That's that's what I was kind of you know. Calli- yeah, even the word is hard to say. Let alone doing it. Calligraphy. Calligraphy. So yeah, Skillet again. Skillet's amazing album. Amazing band. Amazing everything. So their music videos are really freaking weird. Tony, yeah. Number two. Number two. I got revivals in the air from Bethel. Nice. Um, Bethel! Is that the one with Egypt on it? Yes, sir. That Word. is my favorite like song Egypt. on the album. Not only does our church do it a lot. And we're singing um, it this weekend. Come see it. It gets us. me Tomorrow. so hyped, it makes me want to punch a wall for Jesus. Punch a wall. Um, Come see Tony lead that this weekend. Come see him. Georgetown. Yeah, absolutely. I am leading that Sunday. song at church. Um, 9.30 and so, 11. It, yeah, exactly. Two services. Not one. We got two. 9.30, two. 11. 11. Just do not leave your pack in the bathroom. <laughs> We'll talk about worship fills on another. Yeah, well, episode. yeah, on another episode. Anyways, uh, this uh, album has a ton of great songs. Got a revival, mm-hmm. come out of that grave, raise your yes. from power, rain above it all. One of my favorites as well. Um, and yeah, in Egypt. Also, also, oh, 
one of my favorite songs at the moment, We Praise You, from Brandon Lake. Brandon, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> Brandon Lake right. is... I want his hair. I, I want his hair, too. That man has some nice hair. And it's... Oh, it's his well, voice. I'm trying to think. He recorded... What song? It was on House of Purity. He, no, so did you see where he recorded Rattle 2? Oh, wow. Yeah, Brandon Lake recorded Rattle for his House of Miracles album. He recorded it on with Tasha Cobbs. Really? Yes. Wow. It's pretty solid. But it's it's no Chris Brown or Elevation Team. Dude, Elevation killed Rattle. Like, it was amazing. So good. All right. Word number two has already been mentioned for me, which was uh, Holy Water by We the Kingdom. Yes. Amazing. So like we talked about earlier, it's just cool. They're live at the Wheelhouse album, too. They played all these songs. Oh, yeah. Sick. Very good. Very good live. So I, will, I won't pester you anymore with anymore. I, we I the Kingdom. John. Jordan. Number one, number one. Numero uno. Uh, number one, they have, uh, this past couple of years, have moved into my number one favorite band total over Christian, non-Christian, because the lead singer, uh, Trevin McNeve, is one of the most talented, greatest uh, male vocalists I've ever heard in my entire life. For this genre. Yeah. Um, a Thousand Foot Crutch. They are a three-man dude. They get a regular guitarist randomly throughout different things, but they're a three-man guy. It must be a really tall dude to have a Thousand Foot Crutch. Dude, they... <sighs> that is the one... They have tall lanky hearts. Lanky dude. They have tall hearts, and the drummer is actually a realtor, too. Sell me a house. Weird. For cheap. He sells... No, he sells expensive houses. So... Um, uh, the um, the album is Welcome to the Masquerade. I think it is the fifth album they have, fourth or fifth. Um, the whole album's amazing. Um, just again, he's so good. Um, the song is called Scream, and it's so good. <laughs> I can't. I'll have to listen I, to them because I've heard of thousand them. Foot, they're the ones who sing Throw Up Your Rock Fist. If you're feeling it when I drop this, doom, doom. Oh, I think so I have heard that. So you have blow the spot. Let's make it. Oh, they're so he's he can he can rap. He can sing beautifully. He can go low. He can go high. He can go falsetto and then go back to normal voice simultaneously beautifully. And he can sort of scream, yell, and it sounds really really good. Just a very talented vocalist. Very talented band. I love them. They're Sick. amazing. Tony. Alrighty. So this shouldn't Uno. be a surprise to people who do worship music often, um, in church. Uh, my number one is Graves into Gardens. Banger. Bang, um, bang. But uh, my favorite song on this entire album is Rattle. Rattle is In all one caps. of my favorite worship songs of all time, other than maybe Being Throned. That's a different album, though. It didn't make the list. I wasn't crazy about the entire album. It was a good album, though. Graves into Gardens is my favorite by far. Album. I mean, obviously, Graves in the Gardens. Um, Never Lost. Authority. Never Lost is so slept on that album. Mm. Yeah, it is. The The Rattle version they did for, like, the New Year's party thing. Yes. That that was awesome. It was, like, a nine-minute version. But when they had old Preacher Boy come up here yeah, and start have, shaking. When you, when you have Stephen Furtick with the oh. ass. Stephen Furtick comes in. And you know it, that song is about to get powerful. I hear the an, sound. I hear the sound. <laughs> And the bones began to rattle. Uh, that's the one, that's the version I went off of learning that song because I was petrified to play that song because I thought I was going to ruin it 
because Alex was hyping it up and and pumping it up. And oh yeah, I got, speaking of which, I got our church play that song too. Shout out to shout out to me. <laughs> By shout the way, out to myself. Doing bro. the full version of that really hurt my throat. I don't doubt it. Oh yeah, because you're going back and forth, especially that, this, that song's so long. It, that song it's takes a long endurance. Song. It's a it's long, long build-up, too. To the yep. This is what he said. Live. Live. Dry bones in the word of the but Lord. Also, guitar on that song. Can't forget the yeah. blessing as well. The blessing. Mm. Cody Carnes. I like the blessing, but it's just so overplayed at this point. I can yeah. get that. Well, yeah, because it's and it's also repetitive. I mean, it, it has a great uh, message. Okay. But I, I love worship music. I grew up on it, and that's how we worship our Lord. But in every worship hey, but song But Graves in the Gardens itself slaps. It does slap. Oh my goodness! Fantastic song, Brandon Lake. Like I said, I can't stress it enough. One of my favorite worship leaders. He, and his his style worship that artists. he dresses in is just yeah. I would dress like it's him great if I could, but I I'm can't sure. fit in those jeans. I, I don't. I can, I'm starting but, to not be able to. Man, my booty be thick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna round this one out. Roundhouse kick it to the face. I'm sure y'all are like, why are these dudes talking so long this week? This is a little bit longer episode. We can talk about what, music for hours. Music is what we enjoy. It's what we are. I could make. I could fry your brain talking about music all Over day. Fry long. with all. With all. So I just looked at your number one and I agree. So you cheater, Tony. I keep doing it, man, by accident. My number one here is "There's a Cloud" from Elevation Worship. It's oh, that's that whole that album came out. When I was in high school, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'll, like every high schooler does, you struggle with your faith every now and again. Oh, I do. Yeah. That I song, do. I don't know, the song "There Is a Cloud." It's I mean, it's speaking about revival coming up. It's talking about how we receive the rain that God's gonna put out for us. It's also beginning to swell. Exactly. Like your guitar. And that is also mm. true. I do like doing swells. Swelly swells. That swell. But yeah, it's fantastic. I, album. That song always. It always hits me. And it's one of the first songs I ever got to play lead electric on. So that was pretty neat. I've played it in all different kinds of keys growing up. And I don't know. It's hard to believe that album's four years old. Wow. It's just, it doesn't age. Then with, uh, that was right before Mac Brock left Elevation. So it was him and Chris Brown splitting up lead mm-hmm. stuff on there. Then he left. Then like, do it again. Do it again is so good, dude. We you, like y'all play or yeah, played it this past Sunday. I want to play it again. Okay, because I you love do it, it again. again. You I want to do, do it again. Do it again, again. It, do it, it again. It it hits. Um, they, they they did a version with it. I think it's the Elevation Collective mm. or something like that. And they did like three key changes. So the original song is a B flat. They go from. I'm trying to think. They go from. A to B flat to B, all within the last couple of choruses. And wow. it's just key changes in general take a lot of work. You it gotta, does. Yeah. Especially if you're like an acoustic player, you got to swap, swap, swap your capo. Yeah. Depending on what shapes you're playing with. It just does. I think the uh, A is probably the hardest I can play in. Vocals have to adjust too from, you know. I don't know. It's just oh, yeah. the vocal strain going up. It's like, what's the. Oh, there was one Disney movie. Every time I think of court or key changes, I always think of. Frozen. No, it's like. Oh. I forgot what movie it was. like Frozen has Going up. What, what, what movie going is that? Up. That's going to bother me now. 
It's not up, is it? No. Is it a pick? Not Pixar either, is it? I think it might. Pixar, going up. Going up. Is it a like a, a phrase or a song? Phrase. Dude, I, don't I can't know, remember. Man. I mean, obviously, uh, oh, it's Buzz like, Lightyear it's, goes it's up. Like, it's like somebody shooting into the sky. Or like going out of. Somewhere. Oh, like like an elevator going up. Going up, yeah. I can't think of it, man. I just know when you have to change your keys in in during a song or even just between songs as a drummer, it's probably the hardest you thing you can ever do. Too, right? Yeah, half the time. I'm I'm honestly joking because I don't change keys at all during drums. Unless you put a capo on your drum set. I could. <laughs> and like I think you actually can put a capo uh, on your vocal cords. You yeah. can tune your drums to a you certain know, beat. Yeah, but I don't know how to do that. Tune them to Q sharp diminished. Ooh, I do like that. That sounds like a the fake like I'm on a s- yeah. I'm like on the side of a castle Absolutely. hitting it with a sword. Yeah, <laughs> I love well, it. Just like that, we've yeah. That's our. Th- I think that's our list. We've guys. poured our musical lives out to you, people. Yeah, guys. Basically, I mean, there's plenty of honorable mentions on all of our sides of different styles. I mean, I'm not just rock. I listen to everything. But I won't keep you that long. Yeah. I'll bore you. Yeah, yeah. I might keep. I'm kidding. So Tony, what's up? Give him a reminder. Yes. Fantasy football. Sign up. So if you haven't. Joined our fantasy league. We've got three there slots are, left. There are two slots because Jordan has somebody on the way. I, I do. I got to text him again. Yeah, he's actually going to be a future um, guest. Sweet. Um. Yeah. If uh. Also, if Amos is listening. Yeah. If you Amos like fantasy, Critchfield, man. If you like uh, fantasy football. Um. Or if you don't and you just kind of want to get into it and see what it's about. All we ask is that who any, whoever joins, keep, um, up, with keep up with your stuff. Keep yeah. up with your teams. Do your research yeah. on your players. We are very yeah. competitive people. Yes. Um. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Totes. Yeah, be on the lookout. Join our league. Yeah. Uh, if you want to join, um, you can either click the link that Alex posted on Facebook click on Tosh Talk, link, bro. or you can message one of us directly and ask for an invite, and we will send it right your way. Yeah, I'll respond. I might I'll try respond. to. No, I'm just kidding. Message us on Facebook face or it, Twitter. Face the book. Face the book. Sorry for the uh, longer episode, but we love music. We hope you got some awesome music out of it as well. Yeah. and uh, listen to some of this stuff, y'all. Yeah, and uh, our boy Alex, who's been keeping up with the Facebook posts, has been amazing. Yeah, Great job, Alex. Alex. Beautiful man. Um, he's going to be putting uh, a post of this. And please, if can you please comment? Like, tell us what you like. Tell us your top five albums. Absolutely. Tell us if yeah, we're we wrong, from you guys. so we can have uh, an arguable debate about how I'm not wrong, or how Alex is not wrong, <laughs> um, or even Tony, or how he's I am wrong, not wrong, or how he's wrong about unforeseen kids. Yeah, I or, will not respond to those comments because I know that I'm right. <laughs> Whatever. Wow. So, all right. Um, thank you so much for listening to this amazing podcast Absolutely. that we have been working our bootays off to bring to you people out there in the world of amazingness slash sadness because of what we're going through right now. So we will be back next week with another amazing episode. Episode nine. Yeah. Episode, nine. Uh, what is that in Spanish? DS? No, that's uh, ten. It's uno, siete. dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve. Oh, nueve. Nueve. Not seven. Not seven. Nueve. 
No way, no way, <laughs> man. <laughs> DAs. Dude, whoever was my Spanish teacher in high school, you, you, better, you better feel good because yeah. I got my 10 numbers. So, all right, guys, we'll catch you on the flippity flop later. <laughs> <laughs>